Welcome to a 2018 Blog Talk radio podcast on National School Backpack Awareness Day. I'm Karen Jacobs and I'll be moderating um, our conversation today. And this is a, a topic near and dear to my heart. I've been involved with uh, National School Backpack Awareness Day and, and actually backpack awareness uh, education since 1998 um, with AOTA. Today, I'm going to have a conversation with uh, Jackie. And Jackie, welcome. And perhaps you can share with our listeners a little bit about yourself, and we'll have a conversation about your involvement with National School Backpack Awareness Day. Welcome. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Um, yes, my name is Jackie Sample, and I live in Missouri born and raised, I'm currently the program director for the Missouri Health Professions Consortium OTA program, um, but I've been, before program director was uh, clinical instructor faculty, so I've been with them for quite a while. Um, graduated from the University of Missouri with my bachelor's in OT in 1998, so I'm celebrating my 20th year of OT practice this year, which is a little hard to believe. Oh, congrats, congratulations. Uh, 1998 was a banner year and lots of things happened in that year. And in fact, it was the first year that we started becoming very involved in backpack um, safety. So good year. So yes. tell me about your story. Um, so yeah, so one of the courses that I teach within the MHPC uh, curriculum and that I have always taught within that curriculum is community practice and the way our program is set up is a little different than your traditional university or even community college program um, where we're kind of you know like a hub and spoke model so our hub and our faculty are based in Columbia Missouri but our students are in just about every corner of the state of Missouri, which is a pretty large state. Um, so we are always looking for ways for occupational therapy to get into those merging areas of practice and specifically into the rural areas of Missouri, um, utilizing you know tools that have been tested, utilizing and kind of creating new tools, but having that community practice focus. So as I kind of developed the course and dug into the backpack awareness. I decided that would be a really great opportunity for our students to practice um, needs assessment and, and utilizing resources that were already available and um, using them to fit the needs of their community. And it also made it easier because we can hold it anywhere and everywhere. And so with having students all across the state, it was just a, a great way to have a consistent community outreach from our program. So that is how we initially started um, utilizing the backpack information and, and doing the backpack programs. And we have been consistently doing backpack programs for the last five years. Um, and it's a little different every year because the communities are a little different depending on where our students are living and practicing and learning. So, um, but it has been a consistent product um, and project for our students every year. That's fabulous. And in fact, um, I know that your students reach out to me each year and they are lovely to work with. So perhaps you could share um, a little bit about maybe some of the events that the students have had over the five years, maybe some that are memorable, some, you know, that um, 
you might want to share with our listeners um, about you know the strengths of them, some of the challenges, um, whatever seems important. You know, we want to know: Did you do weigh-ins? Did you do a school assembly? You know, did you work with teachers? Things like that. Sure. So our community practice course occurs over the summer, which can sometimes make scheduling a little bit difficult. Um, but in the state of Missouri, it just so happens that the first weekend of August, we have a tax-free weekend. And so any uh, item that is purchased in the state of Missouri that can be used towards education, so school supplies, laptops, backpacks, clothing, whatever it is, if it's purchased for school, um, it is tax-free. So the first weekend of August we have found is a prime time to have these backpack events because that's when lots of families are out shopping because they can get things tax-free. So depending on the community, our students, you know, it depends on where they have it. So we've had um, like local department stores who will let the students set up a booth outside or even sometimes inside the store if it's really hot. Um, that's been a usual place, more of like the larger um, chain grocery stores or general stores. Um, that used to be a place where we would, ha the students would set up, although they have changed policies recently um, regarding who can set out, set up information outside of their stores. So we've had to get a little bit more creative with placement. Um, the students who are doing the event this year, actually, you know, part of the needs assessment for the community portion of the course is identifying potential venues. And so they were able to find in their local community a back to school fair um, that incorporates representatives all the way from, you know, early childhood up through the college level and so they were able to get a booth at that event um, so it's the first time we've been at at that type of venue um, so I'm really excited about that that's happening this week um, so it's the students generally set up a booth and they have they've pulled the backpack information they um, have the information that's provided through AOTA they of course reached out to Karen um, who's been like I've said, you're super responsive and they love um, talking with you and get very excited when they hear back from you. And so they incorporate that information in all the literature they can find and look at, you know, some evidence on ergonomics and things like that. Um, and they have a booth of information, invite people to come in. They do, um, I believe every event we've had, they've had a scale. So they do the before and after weighing. They have, um, you know, information that they provide and they educate the parents you know if, if it's a child they talk with the parents about that and have lots of giveaways and usually what has happened that the students have done each year has not been part of their requirements for their project but they have reached out to local vendors and said hey we are doing this event would you like to support us and so for most of the past years the um, local businesses again these are small towns in in support of the students have provided them with um, backpacks to give away um, sometimes backpacks full of school supplies and so as the participants come up our students can actually give them um, backpacks and help fit them because the the donations from the community have been so wonderful that they can they can do that so you know it just it depends on um, the community and and the connections that the students can make but it's really been a nice fit and I think um, 
every year we're reaching more and more people about the importance of this. And um, and I will say initially, you know, the focus really was on like the school age K through 12 uh, students. But I've worked and with the students very hard about talking with college students because that's actually where I see a lot of the um, difficulty in the carrying, you know, backpacks that are way heavy. Um, and, and incorrectly. And so we're really trying to branch into that area more um, every year to make sure we're getting the adults in the equation too. So so yeah, it depends it depends on the community, but that's kind of the the basics of how all the events have gone each year. Jackie, this is fantastic and you're giving so many good ideas. You know, um, I think the giveaways are important and it's wonderful that your students are feeling comfortable reaching out to um, different local stores for free backpacks to give away and to be able to have them during the events you were describing because having that hands-on aspect where you have a child they put on a backpack um, your students or you adjust it for the child to show the parents and the child um, how to pack the backpack correctly you know how to wear it correctly I think it's really important you know, it's interesting that you mentioned about reaching out to the um, college-age students. We've been doing that for about 20 years now. Um, uh, it's really important because they come to school, and uh, many schools don't have lockers, and you know they leave for the day with a, a very heavy load. And providing them with education on how they can stay healthy is so important. And AOT has a very nice um, uh, handout that you know can be used with older adults as well um, and it can be used with people who might even be carrying purses so anything that you're carrying um, AOT really has um, some good information that I hope our listeners will go to um, you know carrying a briefcase uh, or luggage and some people use that uh, instead of a backpack so the events that I've been doing over the years are a little bit different. We, we're in schools. Um, we've been going to the same uh, elementary school for quite a few years, and it's been great to see um, how the students are implementing the education we're providing, um, particularly when we give messages and handouts that are easy for them to understand. And, you know, for the younger kids, I encourage our listeners to go to the AOTA website again, and we have an OT Rex coloring page, and you can have students color that drawing and, and submit it for perhaps a little prize. Um, we create uh, crossword puzzles and word searches that provide um, information on different strategies for wearing your backpack. And one of our hallmarks that we have been doing for years is my students um, at Boston University, and these are entry-level, um, either master's or OTD students, we're on to um, entry-level OTD, uh, the first uh, week of our semester of school, and we start in September, we create a skit based on the current um, hot movie um, that children like, and we use that theme of that skit and those characters to create messages about backpack awareness. And I have to say that over the years, it has been a great bonding activity for our new students to, to do. So they're in the community, they're learning how to deliver messages 
that are age appropriate. In our case, um, the messages range from kindergarten to fifth grade and occasionally sixth grade. Um, so that's an event that we do um, either on our Backpack Awareness Day or the day before, because my class is usually on a Tuesday and our Backpack uh, Awareness Day is, is always on a, a Wednesday. And then in the afternoon, we set up um, a display in front of our college. Um, we advertise it in our local um, newspaper at Boston University. And we're out there um, changing our message to the um, college-age students and faculty. And we do do a weigh-in. Um, we always have some kind of um, giveaway. Uh, it depends on who we've reached out to. And it's quite remarkable to see how we can impact um, the college-age students um, who really, in some ways, didn't realize that you could pack your backpack in a certain way, carry it in a certain way, that um, would be a, a healthier way of transporting uh, the materials that they need during the day. So um, it's exciting to see how your students are approaching it differently. Boy, I wish we had a tax-free day. So for our listeners, um, you know, looking for something special in your community that you can um, attract um, perhaps people to come to your event that's a, a piggyback on something. So another event that we do, um, I'm a Rotarian and we have a Boston University Sargent College Rotary Club, um, Rotaract Club, and our students will piggyback on uh, Brookline Days where they will have a table set up with backpacks and information from the AOTA table, uh, AOTA website uh, on their table. Um, so that community people who are coming in to learn about what's happening in the community are going to learn about backpacks. So this is a whole nother event um, that, you know, if you're looking for how can we get a, a larger group of people and maybe outside of a school or a local community to come to look at events that might be happening in August, September, October even um, that, that you could piggyback on. Um, what do you think about those? Oh yes, absolutely. I, you know, again, I think we're always looking for different um, ways or different things to piggyback off, and the, uh, you know, like the the event that's going to be happening this week. That's an already that's an in place event um, that is already occurring. We run into difficulties like with our students' academic schedule. Um, we don't run on a traditional academic calendar, and so we have to get pretty creative because they start their level twos and and they're all gone at the end of August or September and so it makes it difficult to have that um, I guess involvement in the early school year uh, because by the time the school year kind of gets underway and settled to where they um, would be able to come in and help our students already on their level twos at that point so it makes it a little difficult but like I said that tax-free weekend in August um, really helps us out with that event and you know kind of setting up for that success i did though also want to mention um you know just throughout missouri there's several missouri is very big with you know parades and the summer fairs and um 
things like that. You know, sometimes they're just little pop-up things or festivals, that's the word I'm looking for. So there's all kinds of festivals that occur, even in the smallest of towns throughout Missouri. And so those are events that we've looked at as well, where there's booths available um, for us to join in and provide a little bit of education um, and outreach. And those are also possibilities. And Another thing that, that has been fun to see how the students develop these programs is because each of them come into it with a little bit of a different background or a little bit of experience or a little bit of connection. So, you know, we've had students in the past who um, are veterans and they will call up their fellow military friends who then will show up on the day of the event in uniform um, just in support of the event and, you know, to, you know, meet with kids and they'll have their they'll bring their backpack to show and and how heavy it is you know those types of things or or we've had um students whose spouses were um firemen or police officers and so they kind of piggy piggyback off of our event and they come in and, and then the kids can you know meet the police officer or whatever it is and so it's it goes both ways as far as, you know, finding an event that we can add to, but also using the students' resources that they already have that they may not have thought about making that connection with before to supplement what they're providing. Um, so it's really, you know, you can think outside the box a little bit and really have a, a fun little event that promotes OT um, and benefits the community. So I, I really feel the sky's the limit. With Jackie, um, it's fabulous what you're describing. I love thinking outside the box and the sky's the limit because it is. I love the creativity of your students and, you know, bringing in people that they know, you know, children love firemen and, and yes. people in their military outfits. Do you take photographs? Have you done any um, kind of reaching out to the media? because it seems like these would be media magnets. And obviously, you know, the National School Backpack Awareness Day is one way of having people better understand what occupational therapy is. So have, have you had that opportunity to take pictures, do videos, send it to the media? And, and what would you recommend to other people? Yeah, so we have, the students do take pictures um, because usually when they then present their project, those pictures are included, but that's just shared with the class. Um, part of their project is, you know, I do encourage them to reach out to their local media um, so that, you know, to, to, so their community can be aware of not only that the event is occurring, uh, but then perhaps pictures of that it has occurred. But we actually haven't been really specific about sending that on so that's a that's a really excellent idea and you know as I'm sitting here talking I'm like oh yeah that would that I have we could do this we could do this and so I have you know 10 10 other ideas um but I think that's an excellent point and um would be a great great thing to forward it on uh the information and just to see so other people I think it helps to have an example um of what other people have done because taking on a new project or program can feel a little nervous and some people really like to have that model of this has been done before and it doesn't have to be exactly the same every time. Um, so that's a really great idea and I think that as we move forward I will I will make that a point that that happens. What I think is really important about um, encouraging your students to do this is 
that we want our students to graduate being agents of change and advocate for the consumers that and clients that we serve and being able to articulate you know what is occupational therapy to any audience is really important and the media being an important audience so um, i would encourage you and others to do that we do do that um, and a beginning could be just social media um, you and others listening to this podcast could use the, the hashtag that we have for backpack awareness, which is hashtag backpack safety, and use that on social media. You know, Instagram in particular is great because you can have photos there and, and little captions. But I do want to caution people that if you are taking pictures of children in particular, you do want to get permission. So um, if you snap a picture, you know, a parent or, or a principal, a teacher, um, whoever's there, you do want to get a written um, consent or even an email consent um, before you put it out. What I've done in the past, if, if um, it's impossible for me to try to get um, a permission of a student, I'll make sure that the student or the child, I'm just seeing the back of the child, they can't be identified, but then my Boston University students who have given me permission to take their picture, we can see more of them. So you can stage um, how your picture is taken um, so that you can get that information out. If you decide that um, you want to contact the media and say you're in a school environment, please, please uh, contact the school um, principal or the outreach person to make sure that it's okay for the media to come there. For those of you who are listening to this and are excited now about doing a backpack awareness event, please fill out the Google Doc on the AOTA website. Let them let AOTA know about what you're planning to do and if your activities that you're doing have good visuals for media coverage and to find out if um, you can have permission for the media to be there and, and AOTA can help you in that regard because we want to get the message out about backpack safety and that occupational therapy practitioners are the right people to turn to um, on this issue. And Jackie, I have to say, it's really exciting that you're doing your activity in early August. Um, one of the reasons I think um, in particular is that that's when parents are looking at purchasing um, backpacks for their kids and a lot of the advertisements on sales for backpacks all around the country are happening now and so the messaging of selecting the right backpack is so critical and that messaging um, that education is on the AOTA website for people to, to get. Um, we also have on the AOTA website um, a few uh, sheets of stickers that you can um, give out at, on your table. You know, if you're doing an event at schools, these are really great reminders um, to, to give out. And all of this material is free. You know, going on the AOTA website, um, putting in backpack awareness, you can get all of these. I want to mention one more thing, um, that if you're doing a school event, perhaps reach out to the math teachers. Because depending on the student's age, you can have the students weigh the backpacks and have the teachers work on perhaps creating graphs 
um, of how much the backpack weighs, finding the mean, the medium, the average of weights. So you can make something um, with this backpack awareness into something that's educational um, and that the teachers can grab onto as well. I do want to say that all of the skits that we create every year, um, we make available to anyone. So you just have to reach out to AOTA and they will um, pass your request to me and I will be very happy to, to send our, our um, skits along. So Jackie, before we can conclude today, any last thoughts on um, the meaning of this Backpack Awareness Initiative for you as a teacher and as an occupational therapist? Yes, so I, I think that the organization of the materials and, and the theme um, just lends itself so beautifully to occupational therapy education. Um, and it really allows the students to develop um, a program that is effective, that reaches their community, that has a wonderful OT foundation, and they're not reinventing the wheel. And so students uh, really kind of they need that foundation in that direction and so having those materials already there allows them to be a little bit more creative but still meeting the needs um, and and utilizing the information and putting that program into place so as an educator it allows me to really teach the process skills of reaching out to the community and making those community connections and um, because the the program piece is the information is there and they're not completely having to create everything from scratch so it's um, a beautiful thing from an education perspective well thank you and, and one of the things that we've committed to as well is to keep up with the evidence literature as well and I encourage um, occupational therapy practitioners to think about um, making this into a, a research project at your school as well or in your community. You don't have to be necessarily in education. And to add to the evidence literature on um, backpack safety and the role of occupational therapy practitioners and students in keeping students, um, adults, uh, healthy in using backpacks. So Jackie, I want to thank you. And I want to thank everyone who's joined in on today's blog talk radio podcast on National School Backpack Awareness Day. Thank you and I wish you a wonderful meaningful backpack initiative. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.